Hello and welcome to Comic Book Junto's special one-shot movie review for It Chapter 2. I am your host, Octavius A. Newman, and I am... We got the audio from the movie. Yeah. Wow. I'm a geek coach philosopher, and I'm here with my co-host, Adam J.C. Penny. Worth. <laughs> Tetris. J.C. Pennyworth. What a strange and specific AKA. That's J. right. J.C. Pennyworth. AKA J.C. Pennyworth. Who dresses the Batman? It's me, J.C. Pennyworth. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We in here. We are here. We are here to talk about It Chapter 2. It yes. Chapter 2 was uh, a movie that you and I were very excited about. For my birthday celebration, yeah. we decided that we were going to go out. He says we. <laughs> I decided that I wanted to go out and see It Chapter 2, and I wanted to bring my friends along with me. Yes. My friends entertained that request. Yes. And we all went out to see It Chapter 2. And we entertained each other. I would say. Yes. There was a there was a, a large part of this movie experience. Yes. We entertained one another. We saw it in the Dolby Digital Theater, so the sound was great. Yep. And the and the video was crisp. They showed us the difference between black what we thought was black, yes. what was really black, and I was like, I'm sitting right here. Okay. Mm-hmm. I That's know what right. I know what black is. <laughs> On the one Don't. side it says old theaters look like this. Our theater looks like this. My man, Octavius A. Newman, on the screen. Here it is. This is black. This and right. then it said, stay black. And I was like, wow, this is really getting out of control. <laughs> right. It's crazy. Yeah. So we're here. We're going to talk about this. Mm-hmm. We're going to spoil it. That's right. This movie has been out for a whole week. A whole dang week. So you guys have had time to to watch it if you want to watch it. And if you haven't had time or if you didn't want to do anything like that, and you still want to hear us talk, know this. Know one thing. We are going to spoil this. Yeah. You have been warned. That was a warning shot. Uh-huh. Letting you know a couple more times that we are going to spoil it, chapter two. Yes. We are walking up on a spoiler wall. Yeah. Beyond the spoiler wall are spoilers. Mm-hmm. If you don't want this movie to be spoiled for you, and, you know, a movie, I mean, a book from the 80s. That's right. Stephen King's It, you should probably pause, go watch the movie, do whatever you're going to do, and then come back. Mm-hmm. If you've seen it, or if you just want to hear us talk about it, stay with us, because we're going to blow this wall up. In, in this particular case, for this one shot, we are approaching that wall, and there are three doors. <laughs> we got not very scary, scary, and spoilers. Yeah. Now, we're going through the spoilers. We're doing it. All right? And we know that on the other side... Is like uh, what was it like a pair of severed legs or feet or whatever that yeah. walking around? And that, <laughs> no, 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 designer. This has nothing to do <laughs> with you. I'm, I'm looking down. I'm looking down a sewer grate right now, and oh. designer is beckoning me to come see him. I'm going underneath the bleachers <laughs> at a ball game, and designer's down there asking me. <laughs> if I, I want to hang out. That's what you got. No designer. There. Absolutely not. Yeah. Absolutely not. It's 10 p.m. Do you know where your kids are? Hanging out with designer. Yeah. No. Right. Let's but, go through that spoiler wall. So we're going to do it. We're about to blow this wall up and we're going to give you a countdown, give you a chance to get out of here. So spoilers. Three, two, one. It's your fault. It's your fault. You're here with us now. 
That's right. You were one of us. You looked right into the deadlights. And we're all float at this point. That's right. And here we are, floating together on this experience that was It Chapter 2. <laughs> Adam, uh, I know you have thoughts. Do you? Do you know? I was there when you had them. <laughs> I think we all had thoughts. Yeah. So what we're going to do first, before we get into uh, anything, let's read the synopsis. Let's get on. I always love, this is my favorite part. I like reading the synopsis because of how vague they are. Well, you know what? Maybe I should go on Fandango because them, these synopsis on IMDb are written by Joe Schmo so-and-so. You That's know what I mean? right. It could be anything. So yes. Let's see if we can pull up um, <clears throat> on Fandango uh-huh. and see if they've got any um, any other information for us. Synopsis. All right, here we go. Take a look. What do 27 you years after the Losers Club defeated Pennywise, he has returned to terrorize the town of Derry once more. Now adults, the Losers have long since gone their separate ways. However, people are disappearing again. So Mike... The only one of the group to remain in their hometown calls the others home. Damaged by the experience of their past, they must each, they must each conquer their deepest fears to destroy Pennywise once and for all, putting them directly in the path of the shape-shifting clown that has become deadlier than ever. Is this a synopsis or the whole damn novel? That was... I mean... Goodness. That was basically... Can I ask for a, a mea culpa real quick? I just realized that I made a joke about Alfred Pennyworth at the top of the show, but we, you were talking about Pennywise, the clown. Pennywise. Pennywise, not Pennyworth. JC Pennywise. That's right, that's right, that's right. I, I done messed up. That's all right. right. So I just want a, a quick apology right there. It was grace for you. Don't hate me. Um, now that we've gotten through the synopsis, let's let's discuss something else. How excited were you? I was very. Mm-hmm. I was very excited. It like the first remake directed by what's my man's name Andy Machete. Mm. I liked it. Yeah, uh-huh. I enjoyed it. Did you like no, it? Now hold on. Let's just get a point of clarity here. Okay. When you say I liked it, I enjoyed it. Mm. Are you talking about it? Chapter one or mm-hmm. it? Chapter two? Chapter one. Chapter one. Yes. All right. So I also really enjoyed it. Chapter one. Really enjoyed it. Chapter one. I thought it was a lot of fun. Really enjoyed my time in the theater watching that movie with you at, uh, 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 where did we see that? Uh, in South Philly? At the, uh, I, mean, I think so. I'm not yeah. sure exactly what we yeah, saw. That was great. I had an awesome time watching that. So my, my excitement level for It Chapter 2, very high. I was going into this movie convinced that this was going to be great. Yes. I was, I was already convinced yes. this was going to be great because the first one was great. Um, and then the movie happened. Then it happened. And before we get into that, let's start with the gut reactions. Yes. When we got out of the theater, what was your gut reaction? We were among friends. We were about a bunch of people. So we 100% had everybody gather directly in front, you know, and let's kind of step off to the side and have Mm -hmm. this quick talk. Mm -hmm. What was your gut reaction immediately coming out of that joint? Oh, my God. That was so long. Oh my God, that was so long. Let me see what we talked about. My gut reacts two hours and forty nine minutes. Yes, two, right. two hours and forty nine of them Jones. Yes. My my gut reaction was like coming up for air. Like, <gasps> oh my God, finally it's over. Yeah. Oh my God, that was so long. So it was more about my exhaustion at this point rather than me making a judgment call on the movie. What was your gut reaction? My gut reaction was one. 
is just like, wow, what were they doing? <laughs> I was really just kind of sitting there kind of like awestruck, like, what movie were they making? What movie were they making? Yeah, like, what was that in comparison to the thing we watched? Yeah. We, the other movie, like, what? It's like, it, it, there was a moment in the movie where my man Ken leaned over to me and goes, who directed this movie? Yeah, and same I said, director. I said, it's the same, I said, it's the same dude from the first one. He goes, are you sure? It did feel different. this feels completely different. Yes. Yeah, it did feel different. And we did notice that there is a key player missing from this movie that worked on It Chapter One. Uh-huh. Carrie Fukunaga. Yes. Who worked on the script. Now, you and I can't say exactly what Carrie Fukunaga's uh, contribution was to the first movie. Screenplay, I believe. We, yeah, but we can't really say, you know, the was it the majority of the screenplay? Mm-hmm. Did he do all the good stuff? Did yeah, he have yeah, to get yeah. talked down off a ledge? We really don't know what that was like in the writer's room. We don't know how it carried over into the final product. He is missing from this film. Mm-hmm. I think there were five people who had hands on the screenplay for the first one, only three people for this one, something like that. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, it was felt. Even though it was the same director, man, it felt real different. Yeah, and I listened to some podcasts afterwards, uh-huh. um, specifically The Big Picture, which is a part of the Rigger Network. Yeah. Um, and they had um, Andy Machete on. Okay. And he was did he talk- say he was sorry? <laughs> he did not say Did he, he was say sorry. my bad? He did not. He said that um, he did send the script to Stephen King, and Stephen King had some notes. Uh-huh. Um, and did he say the ending sucked? <laughs> Because <laughs> that's a recurring thing. Yeah. So we let, let's. So where do you want to start just, with this? Where do we start? Where do we where do we dive in? Here? Well, here's here's how this begins. The, let, we for, we for both the, get a phone call, and somebody says, "Hey, it's Mike. No. You remember me, your old friend from Derry?" And no. we're like, "We can't remember you, right?" But for some reason, even though I can't remember you, I feel compelled to kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> so listen, one of the things that, and I'm going to keep saying this because when whenever, because I think it's just helpful as I learn, and I, I mean, I watch so many movies. I love movies. I watch movies. Yeah. And I'm just paying more attention now to stories and how to tell good stories and how to tell dramas and so and so and so. And one of the things that I've recognized is if I do not, if you do not do a good job building the world. Mm-hmm. So that you, uh, so that the watcher or the consumer of the media understands the world, then it's really hard for them to just go along with you in the story. Yes, because if they don't understand what's going on, they are constantly picking their head up out of the story to go, "Huh? Yes. How does that work?" Can you describe a little bit more about what you mean when you say understand the world? So, if I, for example, right? Let me let me give a good example. Wolverine. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Wolverine, it is established that Wolverine is a mutant mm-hmm. and his mutant power is a healing factor. What that means is, is he regenerates. If you cut him, burn him, shoot him, you know, beat him up, his body heals itself. Yes. So since we're creating like a fantasy world you you understand okay these are the rules of how this character works yes so when blades pop out of his fists you might go oh my gosh what's that and but the story has told you hey this is how this works every time the blades pop they hurt 
but his body's going to heal itself. Yes. If he gets, so if he gets shot in the head or hit with a car, and then he stands up, you go, okay, right, right, right. That's how the, those are the rules of this world. That's, That's right, the rules. This, this is the logic of the world. This is the logic of the world. Yeah. So these, this is how things work. Yeah. So if he then gets shot in the head and he dies, you're going to go, wait. That's where this is an opportunity where you pick your head up and go, wait, 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 hold on. You just told me he has a healing factor and he has adamantium skeleton yeah. that's basically impenetrable. So how did he get shot in the head and die? So what happened? What happened? And now I'm asking questions. I'm not following along with the story. Now I'm out of the story. Yeah. And I'm going, well, wait, how did that happen? Yeah. And if I give you the benefit of the doubt and I go, okay, you'll explain it to me later. But if you do that again and again and again, mm-hmm. at a certain point, I'm just going to stop trying to figure it out and go, this just doesn't make sense. Yeah. Yes. Does that make sense? Does that, that answer? Absolutely makes sense. I mean, I mean, I think what we're doing right here, whether or not we've explained this clearly, is we're already getting into some of the nitpicks, the things that didn't work for us in this movie, which was, on the whole, most of it for me. Yeah. Uh, and one of the major ones is very ill-defined. What are the rules? How do people get hurt? How, what do the scary things mean? What does that look like? What are Pennywise's abilities? What is Pennywise's motive? Sometimes we see that this, this ritual is supposed to stop Pennywise, but then we learn that it didn't stop and Pennywise knew it wasn't going to stop. And Mike knew it wasn't going to stop. And, uh, well, uh, there's a lot of arithmetic happening mm-hmm. to try to make it all make sense. And in fairness, it's a horror movie. Sometimes you just throw that shit out the window. Sometimes. But this movie really wants you to follow along with these characters' journeys. Unfortunately, the journeys don't make any sense, and the threat didn't necessarily make sense. By the end of the movie, I know all of us at one point in time had asked this very same question. Why didn't Pennywise just kill these kids? Yeah. I don't have an answer for that question. I don't think the movie has an answer. I think in the first movie, it could be argued that Pennywise eats kill, eats children and he thinks that the kids make they taste better Salting the, the meat. The more scared they are. Yeah. And so he's like working on it, working on it, yeah. scaring them, scaring them, scaring them. Now in the second one, are this is these the same rules? I'm not so sure. Cause he just straight up eats other folks. There are two deaths that are not the losers that Pennywise is responsible for randomly, mm-hmm. I guess, but it doesn't kill anybody else, including the losers. And apparently no one lives in Derry, I guess, because the town is suspiciously vacant almost always, unless it's the parade day. Does anyone live here? What's going on? What is going on? What's yeah. the deal with people can't remember when they leave Derry, they can't remember anything that happened there. And yet, and yet, my guy Stanley killed himself immediately upon thinking about it. So he did remember. And he wrote a letter about it and said, like, I knew I wouldn't be able to help you with Pennywise. But I knew that we all needed to be together. So if I couldn't... It's, but they, Yeah, but none of them even remembered that. There were even a part in the movie where the guys were like, oh, yeah, the, the scary clown. Oh, no, I forgot about that. But Stanley knew what the hell. And is if I get, happening? and how do you have their phone numbers? 
Yeah, that was what. Twenty-seven was, years ago, there's no such thing as an iPhone. I was laughing about that. You know I, mean, I mean, Mike, Mike, Mike put a lot of time into this, so you know, right? He was, he was Mike, following these folks. But if lives. you get a so, what you're trying to tell me is, and so internet. Bottom line, we're gonna just kind of like roll through this thing. The hell happened in this movie? So basically, we watched the movie, and the movie first started out with anticipation. I was excited. Yes. And then as the movie started. I think we all slowly kind of did the thing when you look to the right, to mm-hmm. your friend to the right, and see how they're reacting. Yeah. And you look to the le- Like, everybody kind of starts looking out of the corner of their eyes like, is it just me that's not really understanding what's going on? And then we just basically audibly started kind of like, come on. Like, it started to be like, what? Like, huh? I'm so confused. Yeah. And then we all collectively were like, oh, so we're all, okay, we're all in the same place. We're yeah. all not really feeling it. Yes. And I think the big picture of why we were doing that is because nothing made sense. No. Like nothing that was going on made sense. And we were constantly going, how are you there? Or how did you arrive here? Or how did this thing magically matter now? And yeah, like, and that's some of the stuff we're pointing out. Like if you get a random phone call Mm -hmm. from a guy named Mike that you don't know that says, Hey, it's Mike. It's time to come home. I'm hanging up. There are Mike. No, thank you. I'm good. Yeah. You know, and if that's what you're telling me, if that's what that's you're telling me, that people who are there remember this stuff, but people who are not there don't remember it, why would you ever come back? Yeah. Like that right there just kind of like ends the whole story for me. It's like, and if Pennywise is after children, Mm -hmm. because children are scared and that's why he goes after them. And children scare easier than adults. Why are you going after the kids that defeated you 27 years later? Wouldn't they arguably taste worse? And why don't, This is what I'm saying. As the kids go on to remember slowly what happened when they were children, why don't they remember how they beat Pennywise the first time? Because ultimately, they did the exact same thing. But, but it worked better, I guess. I didn't I didn't struggle with the idea of all of the kids going back to Derry initially because in my mind I'm like I can at least suspect Well I remember now they said they made a pact that if it ever came back they would come. Sure. Back. But but although you you're you're totally right like why why would they even remember that? Because you told me they don't remember. Yeah, and they couldn't even remember what the scar was on the hand. Right. And at one point they have to come out around to that discovery. So uh, for me I didn't struggle with that so much only because I know the movie's got to get started and I'm like, all right, let's go. We get, get there. Okay. And then let's have fun. Once you get there, the problem is, is everything started slipping. And so now that, that motivating, uh, that motivating scene that got all the kids back to the town or that the adults back to the town made me think like, Oh, I guess that doesn't make sense. Initially. I didn't mind. We're like, yeah, just get there. Let's do this. Let's get into the movie. Mm -hmm. I'll figure it out. But then it all starts collapsing and I'm realizing, Oh, I guess there was no foundation. I guess it didn't have any foundation whatsoever. It, it all collapsed. Now, I, I, we've already talked a little bit about the movie. I was immediately put off by this movie, by the opening scene. Immediately put off by the opening scene. Mm-hmm. The opening scene has a gay couple at a carnival get assaulted brutally by a couple of bullies in Derry. Mm-hmm. One of them, I mean, beat his... Fi- the, the, the kid's face is beat in. He is yeah. brutally assaulted. It is... Yeah. It's hard to watch. And then they uh, take his limp body and they dump him in the river. 
And we have our first look at Pennywise. And Pennywise reaches out to this, this body in the water and pulls him out of the river. And he eats him and he kills him. Like confirmed dead now. Mm-hmm. Like definitely dead. And those bullies run away. And the boyfriend who just watched his, his partner get beaten and killed and eaten by a clown is, you know, that's it. That's trauma he's got to deal with now. Extra trauma. Because there is a scary clown and gay bashing. Yeah. They never come back to that. Never. Ever. Never. There's there's no reference. There's no mention. Those characters barely have names. The the bullies get off scot-free. Now, I understand this, this was lifted from the book. This is, this is in the book. This is in the book. But the kids get arrested in the book. Yeah. And furthermore, I, I'm, I'm, I'm upset because there's no sense in just putting it in the movie just because it's in the book, unless you have a real reason. Mm-hmm. What is the real reason? When you adapt this property from the novel to the film, you have to have reasons, and it's got to change some to adapt into the new yes. format. Yes. No purpose. And that is the sense that I get from this movie, is that Andy Machete was like, let's do it. Let's <laughs> yeah. take this part of the book and turn it live action, let's do it. Right. And in the process, it's like, what? Yeah. This doesn't track. Doesn't make sense. You know, like, there's a part where Mike says, hey, man, there's this ritual that these people did. The ritual of Chud. And then you have to do this ritual and then drink this. So then drink this thing, and now you go on this ride mm-hmm. like this trip and then you see what's going on mm-hmm. and then on the side of this container he's scratched outside and you're just like the you hell? just want me to ro- rock with that yeah like you can't you didn't look at the thing yeah you just went with him i don't know it takes so many of those it, it takes so many of those leaps how about the dude i mean my, my guy from the first film that was the bully and he's in prison now, and he gets busted out of prison by the zombified version of his old buddy from the first movie, who is dead, but now is a zombie. What? Busts him out of prison. And he's driving the and car? And then he's driving a car, n- and then never comes back again. And yeah, he's... Sta- he's, he's he well, goes, why are we doing it? Why are we doing it? Because, And I think the answer is because... Stephen King put it in the book. Because it was in the book. I, this is, I have a similar problem with the Watchmen movie because the Watchmen movie was a well, it, it was translated well visually in that uh, Zack Snyder made the movie to look almost identical to the comics. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could just look at the, the film and the panels and it was like it was lifted and realized right yeah. out of the pages. Yeah. But that wasn't always a thing of substance. There wasn't always a reason behind that. It, it sometimes w- it was lacking heart. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think this had a similar issue where it was like just lifted right out and yet it didn't justify itself. It often didn't validate itself. This movie wants to show adults revisiting this town yeah. and revisiting their childhood. Yeah. The synopsis says they have to conquer their fears. Do they Octavius? Do they conquer their fears? They, they, confront some fears some but i don't know that they conquered any fears will forte's or no uh, bill bill Hader's character is being made fun of by pennywise for being gay i right. know your dirty secret does he ever come to terms with that no hell no he goes 
There is a part where he's like, you want a secret? You're... And he starts just disrespecting Yeah, him. he's like, you're a bitch. <laughs> and he's like, what? Oh, no. This is the part where we all started losing it. Because they all form a circle around. The, the ritual of Chud didn't work. Apparently, they were supposed to yeah, die. Yeah, 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 yeah. They yeah, didn't yeah. die. And they're like, you know what you got to do? You just, hey, Pennywise. You're a clown. You ain't shit. You ain't shit. <laughs> you ain't shit and your mama ain't shit. It's basically what they did. They just disrespect him to death. He's like, no, oh. I, you guys are put, leaving me oh. negative comments. Actually, sometimes I feel like that would kill me too. No. But it's like, you remember when you watched, uh, what was that, The Village? Yes. Yes. You watch The Village and then the the, the whole reveal is like, Spoilers. oh, water. Yeah. Yeah, they can't do, wait or not. What the not, village? What am I signs. thinking of? Signs. I'm thinking of signs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You watch signs, and it's like, oh, the aliens can't deal with water, mm -hmm. and it's like, that's it. And that's well, how no, it no, was no, for no, me no. in this one. That's that. That's not the thing, though. Uh huh. The thing is, hey, you already know this. Yeah. You yes. already, yeah, they already know knew. this. They already knew because they did it once. So step, what are we doing here? Step one, Pennywise. I understand. So I did my I did my googles. Okay. After this, uh -huh. I went. What did you learn? And looked up Wikipedia, it novel, mm -hmm. and I read the Wikipedia. Like, break this, break this sure. novel down for me. Sure, tell me what's going on in this. Yeah, and the sense I got is, huh? Like this, this book is probably not great. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like. Yes. When 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 I read it and after so reading the the synopsis, not the synopsis, like the long form. Hey, this is what happened in the book. Da 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 da. Sure. After watching the movie, the movie made me go, "Oh, I see what he was doing. Mm -hmm. He was really trying to honor the book in cinematic form mm -hmm. because that book is nuts. It is nuts. You know what I mean? Stephen King was doing a lot of coke when he wrote that book. And, a lot of drugs. And it was based off of a clown killer yeah. who was arrested around that time mm -hmm. and, you know, stuff like that. And that basically Pennywise is this alien mm -hmm. and there's a turtle god. Yes. And the drink that that that, that your Mike gave to, to your man was named the same name as the turtle god. Yeah. And the dead, like it was, the book is kind of just like, it seems like if I had read the book, I'd have been like, what is this? It is all over the place. Right. So, but the, some of the stuff that I did understand is, okay, Pennywise does get arrogant mm -hmm. because he's like, I'm going to kill kids. Yeah. Killing kids is easy. Sure. You know, Pennywise is just a part of Dairy as Dairy is a part of Pennywise. Yeah. Like they're kind of like one and the same. Mm -hmm. Pennywise has the power, has some sort of power over adults where that's why stuff is happening and no one's really talking about it. Yeah, and people in the kind of let it ride. In the Penny book, there are scenes in which you know people, uh, adults are watching these atrocities take place, but they just won't help. They won't do anything. Yeah, and we get just a little sneak peek of that in it, chapter one, when Beverly is in the bathroom and there's just blood spraying all over the place. Yeah, and then her dad comes in and pretends like there's nothing there. Yeah, well, not but pretends, that, he, he doesn't see it. Well, but then the kids come in later and then they actually have to clean it so it's there. So it's like there is a control over the adults. There is something evil in Derry. Yeah. And I think that is part of the reason why we have that scene that opens the movie because the idea is like, look at these evil people. But straight up, gay people suffer that. Like, th this is a real thing that happens by, quote, unquote, not evil people. This happens. This is a fear that they for real have. Mm -hmm. So that doesn't illustrate that. 
Yeah. You, you didn't make that present here. That was just messed up. It's so, a messed up way to start a movie. So basically, Pennywise does say that scared kids taste better. Mm-hmm. So in a sense, he's salt. I think that in the book he talks about like salting the meat. That's right. Like so, scaring them and letting them get away and run and let them get away and let mm-hmm. them get away. Let them get away. Like this is him. So he kind of gets arrogant a little bit though. But that's what he's doing. He's kind of just like he's he's like you know seasoning up his food. Sure. So since he understands that, bringing that into the book, the movie, I'm like, that's why he's not killing them. But at a certain point. You're being dumb now. Like, yeah. Just kill them. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Just eat them if you want. And it's based off of fear. Mm-hmm. So if you as kids already know this isn't real, this isn't real, why are you just not ganging together and just not being scared? It's just like the rules of the world just don't make sense. Yeah. If if this is the logic that guides Pennywise and his actions in the movie, why does he eat that little girl under the bleachers? Right. Because he actually gets to a point where she is comfortable with him. Right. And invites him like, oh, yeah, just look at my face. And it, of course, it's a Not, big trick. Yeah. And he's very scary. And he does that legitimately terrifying thing where he starts counting and then stops and his eyes starts floating and he's yeah. drooling. And that's terrifying. And then he eats this kid. And it's like, well, that doesn't follow the same idea because she was like happy to be with you though right she was like legit happy that's like eating unseasoned food well maybe he got desperate right maybe he was like hitting snap kitchen real quick yeah you know but 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 that's my point though like so why are you going after these kids again like come home like that was the message in the come back home why why them why why are they coming back home why do you want them and none of this stuff gets answered so no intention obstacle what's the intention of this of this of pennywise yeah the intention of pennywise is to eat people who taste good mhm you know because so fear makes them taste good that's how I eat them yeah so obstacle is nothing you have no obstacle pennywise in this sure. in this movie so that's why it doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. You scare kids, you eat them. You scare kids, you eat them. There's no problem here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just keep on. Like, just keep doing it. You eat, you feed, you go to sleep for 27 years, the end. Like, was, there's, did, did there's no think, obstacle for Was him. this just like hard mode for Pennywise? Was the idea like, ah, it's been too easy for those 27 years. So like, now that I woke up, let me just go on hard mode. You never start a video game on hard mode? And immediately realized, like, Whoa, oops, let me go ahead and just delete this yes. <laughs> and go back. Maybe that's what Pennywise did, where he's like, I want to get those last kids. I didn't get them last time. Maybe, get those I last mean, kids. maybe, but that's the thing I don't understand. So anyway, so I'm going to go after adults, but that's not, but that's you, not what you, you didn't do. explain to me why, why that is an up. Op- so there is no real obstacle here. Yeah. You don't have to go after them. For the, for the adults, the intention, live our lives. Mm-hmm. Just enjoy them. Yeah. We got out of dairy. Whew, never going back there. Yeah. Obstacle? Nothing. Although this movie Don't go back unless unless you want to make the obstacle the pact. Mm-hmm. But nobody wanted to honor the pact. That's true. This movie presents a different obstacle, I think. Not so subtly, and the obstacle that it presents is none of these people's lives are going very well. With okay. exception uh, Eddie, uh, Bill Hader, stand-up comedy. Com- he's comedian like who doesn't doing write his own stuff. Yeah, he doesn't write his own stuff, but he's a successful stand-up comic. I mean, that seems pretty good. Whereas you have, you know, uh, uh, Richie, who's 
I guess he's his life's not good because he's basically married to his mother. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And uh, um, Beverly, her life is not good because she's being abused. abused. She's like someone to her father. Right. Um, and that's the thing we never deal with ever. We never deal with that. We just like use it as flavor text. Like, look, look how terrible this life is. Right. But they, they never deal with that. And then um, what else? What else? Who else? Bill. Bill, his stories suck. He's basically Stephen King. He's Stephen King. He's a proxy for Stephen King. I mean, it could be worse than that. But why would you go back to scary, terrifying alien clown? I don't know. Why did Stanley know? Why did my guy know this was going to happen? He was the guy who had his face bit in the I first think, movie. I think the idea is he didn't know, but he just had like, a feeling. He was like, because everybody had that moment. As soon as he got the phone call, oh, I threw up or I got in a car accident. So, so you yeah. know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But the thing I'm learning is like, if you lean on the obstacle, and what I mean by lean on it is like, why don't you, like, if the obstacle is, why don't you just go left instead of right? That's not an obstacle. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying here. It's like, why don't you guys just not go back to dairy? Yeah. You know, well, I made a pact. And even, you know, it's almost like the movie is creating its own. Silly obstacles. Yeah. It's like, oh. Totally arbitrary. Yeah. Now I have to go out and find a totem. Mm -hmm. And now I have to. <laughs> so let's talk about some of that, right? The 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 thing that I I was most bothered by, as far as this movie goes, is how repetitive it felt. Mm. Because the way that the story breaks down. It's each, like little each, movies. It's like little movies. Little and episodes. they're exactly the same for each person. It's just the scenes are different. And what every single character must do is visit a place, deal with a scary thing, and run. But nobody ever deals with the emotions. No, no, no emotions, no resolve, no getting better. They just run. So it's always go to a place, encounter scary thing, run. Go to a place, encounter mm -hmm. scary thing. Oh, I'm sorry. It's go to a place, flashback for a long time, encounter a thing, run. Go to a place, flashback for a long It's the exact same sequence for every single character. Yeah. I found myself getting exhausted. And when a character would go into the pharmacy and they do the flashback, I would be like, oh my God, we doing, can we just get there? Just get it there. It just seems like Andy Machete was so honorable to the original. This is so interesting to say. He's so honorable to the OG text that he dumbed himself down. Hmm. And it was just like, no, no, you're more creative than this. Mm. Like, take the take the idea of it mm -hmm. and and like put your spin on the concept. The movie Annihilation. The movie Annihilation is a is a you know mm -hmm. like it or hate it. Mm -hmm. It is an adaptation of a book that is extremely dissimilar, but it's about the concept, the yeah. core, the you know yeah. the nuts and bolts. Yeah, this is what it's about. But here's what I made it look like. Yes, love that. So let's talk about let's let's re let's basically rewrite it mm -hmm. right now. Yeah, the general concept is. Alien from outer space or whatever the heck, mm -hmm. whose real form is some sort of freaking spider clown thing. That's right. Whatever. Which that also didn't make sense. Sure. Your real form is a clown with spider legs? Yeah. And, that's though, a, and that was in the book. I know that's in the book. Well, they, but yeah, I don't know. Why would an alien's real form be a, a spider clown? Who knows? Uh, who knows? And it was so CG and it wasn't scary. It was just there. 
It just is, you know? Ugh. So we're uh, rewriting it. It's intention. Hey, I'm hungry. Mm-hmm. Bang. Spoosh. Dairy. Cool. Feed on kids. Salt the meat. Eat them. Kind of mind control over the adults. Yes. Got it. Handle these kids. They defeat me. Uh-oh. I'm going to sleep. I'm mm-hmm. going to wake back up. You Do know it all what? over again. I want revenge. Uh-huh. I could salt the meat and keep going, but I want them. Round two. Yeah. I want to redeem myself. Now yeah. it's yeah. a personal vendetta. Sure. Okay? So what we can't do is we're going to have to throw out the I don't remember. Mm-hmm. We're going to have to go, nah, I remember. You know what I'm saying? Like what I, But what I want to do to, to kind of keep with the same flavor is it's almost like a trauma where there's an issue or there's a problem, but you know, all of these characters in their own way are trying to suppress it. Mm-hmm. And they and they all are seeking success, but they all have this reoccurring thing yes. that they've never dealt with. And they all relates. got very good at suppressing it. Yes. But they all know deep down, even if they don't know this consciously, mm-hmm. something is off. Whether they know it consciously or they don't know it consciously, either way, we recognize something that's connected to dairy yeah. is a problem. And they can't move forward in life until they deal with it. Yeah, and I think I think in in my version And it's it, not it's not Pennywise. It's a thing from Derry. Yes. You in, know what I mean? In 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 our version that we're making, I think it's tied to Pennywise because Pennywise likes scaring kids, right? Simple as that. Mm-hmm. Boo, you're scared. Now right. now you taste good, right? But it goes deeper than that. Pennywise has infected these kids. Mm. Pennywise and Derry have in these kids so that that deep set trauma that thing that insecurity whatever yeah. it is that yeah. lives with you and it never leaves never leaves yes until you really deal with it Which until will, you really get into it but what we're ultimately talking about in our version is this is real life we you you, yes. you got your own version of that oh, i got yes. my own version of that it's like you're not going to be free until you call your father who wasn't there for you yes and you either need to forgive him or yell at him or whatever it is. You got to visit his grave. You got to call your mom. You got to confront that bully. Mm-hmm. You got to let the world really know who you, whatever it is, you have to deal with that. Yeah. And if I don't know if we're going to talk about forgiveness. I don't know if we're going to talk about second chances, whatever it is. It's not about the clown. Yeah. The clown is just the, just the, the obstacle or the, or the mechanism that we use to reveal the real things about you. Yeah. It's really about you. Yeah. You know what I mean? The cl- and, and what the clown does, like, like, even if it's kind of like in a, because you could play it like a Satan type character. It's like, I Certainly. know you. Certainly. I know it really scares you. And I, ah, I have this unique relationship with you. You just smell so good because there's something about your fear. It's mm. different than a kid's fear. Mm-hmm. It's deeper. It's deeper set. It won't go away. Because mm-hmm. a kid's fear is shallow. Ooh, boogeyman. Yeah. Your fear is like... You've been slow cooked. Yeah. 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 Like, so... And there's something about you that's, like, different. So I'm like... I have this almost, like, erotic attraction to you. Sure. You know what I mean? Some yeah. Joker, Batman kind of thing. Right. You know, and I think there are two things that I would really would have preferred to see in this movie. So in our version, I think the clown is not the real fear. That is a red herring, right? Mm-hmm. The real fear, the scariest part of the entire movie is, is his accusations is their themselves. Yeah. 
and it is you. It is me. Yes. I, I am the scariest thing that I must cont- uh, contend with. And that was the one smart thing they did in the movie mm-hmm. with Billy. Sure. Where Billy was like the puppet for Georgie. Yes. I, I would argue that was probably the most clever thing the movie did. Unfortunately, they just dropped that and didn't let any other character have that either. Yeah. Where uh, that, that fear where he was seeing the vision of his brother and the brother was accusing him, you let me die. And and then he realizes that his arm is controlling the kid himself, and it's yelling him at him. talking to himself. It's his own internal monologue. Yeah. It's his, his own. And that's the thing you're scared of. Yeah. The thing that you're afraid of is that you really did let your brother down. Yeah. You really did kill him. And what you've got to do in order to get to the point where you're not scared of Pennywise mm-hmm. is you have to defeat this internal thing of you. Yeah. It's not just clown, clown, clown. You're just a clown. Sure. No, yeah. I'm not. It's not that you're just like, oh, I got it. You're a clown. No, it's that I'm not afraid anymore. Yeah. It's that I've conquered this internal struggle or this issue. I am gay. Mm-hmm. I was raped. I am this. I am that. This did happen. That's not true. And I'm not afraid of it anymore because yeah. I can confront it. I can look under the bed. I can open it up. I can look at eye to eye and go, you can't hold this against me anymore. That's right. Because I own it. I acknowledge it. I see it for what it really is. And now, what power alien spider clown do you have over me? What am I afraid of? Moreover, I think it's it's not as though one can defeat and completely get rid of Pennywise. That's not how it works. Mm, but mm. you can know that you are strong enough to face him every time. Got you. You know this. Got you. And that is the strength because I'm drawing from Tom King and his run on Mr. Miracle. Mm-hmm. And the way that that story is told is about a person coming to terms with the things that have messed him up. Yeah, yeah. And realizing they don't go away. Mm-hmm. You just need to come to terms. You need to get strong. You need to always stay. You, you, you know how it is. You go to the gym and you get strong. You don't stay that way forever. No, sir. You nurture that. Mm-hmm. You practice that. You like take a, it's care like addiction. of yourself. It's like fighting off of an, an addiction. Yeah. Or, you know, yeah. I think that's a good example. You know, what's terrifying about Pennywise is Pennywise never goes away, ever. Pennywise will come back. You must know you're ready to do this again. The cyclical nature is enough to get somebody beat down. I can't Mm. do that again. I can't do that again. That's terror. And that that would be why the one character offs himself. He can't do it. I can't can't fight it anymore. I can't do it. I've been fighting it all this time. I've been trying to overcome it. I've been going to counseling, da-da-da-da-da. But... But instead, in the movie, what we actually got is this bullshit like justification of suicide where a character writes this floral letter that says, I killed myself so you guys could succeed. And basically, the, all the other adults are like, oh, thanks for looking out, Stan. Like, what? Moving forward. How about the fortune cookies? What? Yeah, but- and imagine all the visual... Because you could, imagine all the visual things you could do. All of the... The horror, the, keep the horrific, keep the gruesome, keep, certainly keep all of that, but make it freaking mean something. Yeah, because right now we're just like, you're a hypochondriac. You got puked on by this the, by the leper, which you dealt with previously, but the leper is back. Yeah, it, like what you're Why? dirty now. But we Ugh. didn't deal with the mommy issues at all. No, we didn't deal with the fact that the. The, the fact that you're a hypochondriac came from your mom. Beverly never The gets, weight issues, we never dealt. Like, no. you know what's funny about this? They make fun of this kid for being fat the whole time. There's no opportunity for that to come around. Dad, you in shape. Moving on. That's it. Oh, 
Beverly resolves everything by finding a, quote, nice guy. Like, oh, well, this guy's a nice guy, so I guess we're good here. Huh? <laughs> yeah. That's not how any of this works. Interestingly enough, I think there's a part of this in our, in our maybe our comic book reading. Maybe there's a part of this that's like, this is resolved too simply. Way too simple. Clown? And I, I think in 2019... You're just a... You're just... What, what, what do they call him? You're just a mimic. You're just ah! a... You're a bully. Ah! Yeah. Look at you. All grown up. Yeah. No. I, in 2019... This movie really could have had an impact. Yeah. This movie could have about could be about people dealing with trauma, the way that we project trauma, the way that we hurt ourselves and other people, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, the way that we don't trust. Oh, and even think about the relationship cuz if cuz you could have I mean, I know that we're just taking somebody else's This idea, is a fantasy now. But you could have taken Pennywise and just turned him into the freaking boogeyman. Anything. You could have turned him cuz the thing about Freddy Krueger ain't going nowhere. No. You know what I mean? Like he going to keep haunting your dreams. But what's the whole thing about Freddy Krueger? It's you being scared. It's you being afraid. Yeah. That's so this right. is not a it's not a new concept. No. But I think what we're doing right now is we're setting up rules. We're creating. All right. This is how it works, and this is how you would defeat him. This is the obstacle. This is how you'd overcome the obstacle, and this is the way you got to do it. You got to yeah. deal with yourself. It is not punching an alien clown in the face. Yeah. And then there's some people who will not be able to overcome it. That's that. That's how it is. There, because there are some people who w- will be able to go, you know what, man? This is just too much for me. Mm-hmm. I can't deal with it. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's unfortunate for those people. And that's how you create real stakes. Yeah. You, you know, the people who have that strength, that's true gravity. And the people who can't, that that's relatable. Mm-hmm. I know those people. Sometimes I feel like I'm that person. Yes. And it's, you know, that, that could have been a movie that really would have been complex and topical and timely and interesting. And I would have preferred that film. Instead, what we got was very vapid. It was Deadlines. very, it was very long. And yet it was very special. There was not enough, and there was also way too much. How do y'all do that? How do y'all do that? Yeah. Like I said, I think it was just like a loyalty to the text. Yeah. To a fault. To a real fault. Because like I said, when I read the the Wikipedia, I said, oh, that's what you were doing. Yeah. You were really kind of like, this is a cover Mm -hmm. of somebody else's song. Yeah. In a sense. And realistically, depending on how you look at things, it was a cover of a song that the song wasn't, wasn't good, good to begin with. Yeah. So it's like you just made a different genre of a, a not a good song. So how does how does the version that we're doing end? The ver- how how does it end? I think I think it has to end with that that uh Does it end with a giant uh a giant spider clown? And deadlights. Look, I'm not. We can keep that. We can keep that as long as we make it worth something. Mm-hmm. I think it it has to end with some of these characters really truly realizing that they have the, the ability to take this thing down, to take care of themselves and to resolve some things. But they know for a fact it will return. They have to know this. They have mm. to know that it will be back. And the challenge for them is nursing this memory and taking care of themselves. It's not done. Clap your hands. We're done. It's going to come back and you know you need to be prepared. And I think in our version, at least one of the characters doubts himself mm-hmm. or herself. And all the others are like, yeah, we got this. We got this. We're good. Next time we're going to be A-OK. Everything's going to be fine. Yeah. But at least one of them just has this little like, 
I'm still busted. I'm still broken. I can't do it. Yeah. And, and so we think, think like trauma. Oh, you know what I mean? Like, can this, I do that again? This character might not make it next time around. Maybe this character won't have the ability to do it next time. Right. The threat stays. The threat stays. And some of us have resolved these things and some of us haven't. And that's the state of the world. And, and you can even keep the 27 year thing. Absolutely. You know I mean? Absolutely. You can keep the whole concept, like even thinking about the whole uh, Halloween thing mm-hmm. about who's the, who's the final girl in Halloween. What's her name? Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah. Well, anyway, whatever her character is, if you've seen the the newest Halloween, is it Halloween? Yeah, Halloween. the newest Halloween. Yeah. yeah. Like she's like dealt with the trauma. She's like, listen, whole house is like strapped, yes. like ready. I'm yeah. ready for this dude to come back. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And like the whole idea of passing that trauma slash preparation down mm-hmm. because. 27 years from now, I'm going to have a kid. 27 years from you know what I mean? Almost like we've defeated Pennywise this time, but in 27 years, he's going to come back. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So what does that look like to prepare your children to deal with difficulty, to deal with hardships? Are you going to abuse your children? Are you going to pass that trauma down and make them harsh and hard as well? Or will you make them healthy? What does health look like? Mm-hmm. Because... I mean, you might be able to even keep the story going and like someone's on their deathbed and they're like, remember what I told you? Mm-hmm. Dad, you're crazy. Like, yeah. There is no alien monster spider clown. Sure. You're like, girl, if you listen to what I'm telling, in a sense of going, times are going to be tough. Right. Times are going to be difficult. It's going to be hard. But know that you're going to have to face your fears. It's going to be difficult. There's no such... Or you got the, you know, you got to deal with that. And then you got the other person where everything's fine. There's nothing to be worried about. Everything's perfect. You're never going to deal with difficulty. You know how I'll deal with it. I'll make, I'll make so much money. I'll do so well. And I'll make sure my kids don't have to live the life that I've ever had to live. Yeah. Yeah. And like, how do these different, and the characters become different based off of how they've affected and raised their kids and how their kids are. I got two final ideas, and it brings kids back into the mix in this yeah. cycle. It, it, the cycle continues. Yeah. Uh, two final ideas on my part. Uh, one, I think it would be interesting to see the the one character that has not been able to to topple their insecurities and get over these things is mm-hmm. not strong enough. Maybe we've seen that this character has a tick. Maybe it's Bill Stutter. And maybe the stutter has gone away over the course of the movie as he has dealt with things and repaired some part of himself, mm-hmm. which is not to say that a stutter is like a broken part of a person, right. but it's an indication of like a, a, a phase or a version of himself. And he's gotten rid of it over the course of the movie. But at the very end of the movie, when the stutter is still there, it came back. Mm-hmm. What does it mean? Does it mean that it's not done? Does it mean that he's not ready? We have this uncertainty. And then the other thing is we can get into memory. You move away from dairy and you lose your memory of the events that took place. We can get into memory. What is it like to live a life that is not worth uh, remembering? What if you don't have connections that, that allow you to have a legacy? The things that you tell your kids, your significant others, your neighbors, your friends, your family, they don't remember. And then they're not prepared. You know, and now memory is a really important piece of this. Mm-hmm. It is it is the way that you communicate, the things like you history, communicate. Your heritage. Yes, yes. What you leave behind. What I've gone is, through, is what really the, happened. Those are the defense mechanisms that you are sharing for the people who will have to deal with Pennywise in the future. And if you don't do a good enough job of that, they're screwed. So this is like a metaphor for generational trauma. Yeah, generational trauma. And it reminds me of the the same impact that I had when we saw Hereditary. Mm. You know, like, does that pass down 
is this demons or is is this innate inherent? Is this in your your blood? I like our version better. I like our version better. You know, there are parts of this movie that I appreciated. There's some gags that were cool. There's some like scary things that were maybe not scary, but they were cool. They're fun yeah. to look at. I really like Skarsgård as Pennywise. He's great. He just looks like he's having a great ass time. Yeah. And I really enjoy watching him do his thing. I loved Bill Hader. It, pretty much any moment Bill Hader was on screen was a better moment than one in which he is not. I like him. He was great cast. MVP of the movie. Most so, valuable player of the movie. Well, it's Pennywise. Yeah. So it's, Bill, Bill Hader and Pennywise. Yeah, it's Bill Hader and Pennywise for me. Least valuable player of the movie. You know, poor Stephen Mi- King. Poor Mike. <laughs> poor Mike really underserved. The character is supposed to be really important and pivotal. The only one that remembers. Mm-hmm. He's done all of this work to help everyone. He was gone for a mad long. But the movie, yeah, the movie just says like, yeah, we don't need to see him. That's whack. And I, like, I can't help but point out like the only black character, and this is the treatment that he has. Yeah. Like, he's just missing for a long period. Glad y'all didn't kill him. Appreciate that, but. We didn't even give him anything. He didn't deal with anything. In fact, he lied to his friends. Yeah. So, and he was just missing for most of the movie, oddly. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. This movie was not a must-see for me. Right. Real letdown. A real letdown. Let's give it a grade. Uh Uh-huh. What do you got? I'm giving it a D plus. I'm giving it a D plus. It's not a total failure. There's stuff that's okay in it. But overall, I think it is a slave to its its mission to copy the text and show it in a, a movie. Mm-hmm. And that is its downfall. At the end of the day, you and I have, have mentioned this. You will see it again under the right circumstances with the correct group. Yes. I'm not interested in seeing it again because it was like a chore. Yeah. It was a chore. Although we did laugh our asses a lot. off. A lot, a lot, a lot, and that was that was we had the best possible version yep. of seeing this movie. Yep, yeah, yeah. I give it a D as well, mm-hmm. flat out D. This is below average. Yeah. <sighs> Unfortunately, it was really a letdown. I really expected more out of this movie. I went in excited. Same. I was like, man, hasn't been a movie in a while. I'm gonna go see this, and it's gonna be great. And you know, we'll see what Box Office Mojo is talking about. Well, see, see what it's bringing in right now, how it's faring? Because It Chapter 1, I think, was the highest grossing horror movie of all time. Six-day total, 109,068,222 dollars. This movie's going to do well in the box office. Yeah. Because even if I tell people that it wasn't very good, people want to see part two of the movie that everyone saw. Mm-hmm. So that's just, you know, it's just set. It's, it's set by default to do okay. But look, let me just say this. If you have any queer people in your life who want to see It Chapter 2, give them a heads up about that opening sequence. Because I can't even fathom going into this movie and being surprised by that and possibly having a good time. I cannot. I cannot. Can you imagine if this movie started in which a person of color was lynched and then following that, Pennywise just, just eats the body? Yeah, and then just nothing. And, and then we no never... Oh my, just honestly so bad. I was offended by it. It's been a while since I've had that. I was offended by how bad that was. Worldwide, 220 million. Domestic, 109 million. It's cleaning up. That's where it's at. It's cleaning up, right? 
Yeah. Overall, the thing that I've been surprised to find is most people have generally positive reviews really? of this film. Yeah. And I've been surprised I, by that because I, 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 I don't think I'm extremely critical or more than most. I just, Adam, I was, we're, we're, we have a, we have a, we're critics, man. I know, but I was not, I was not tickled by this movie. There was not much in I was there for not me. tickled by it. No. Yeah. Uh-uh. Internet, what did you guys give this movie? What's the letter grade? A, B, C, D, F. It's, or, it's uh, a B for bully. It's a C for clown. It's an M for mimic. It's a D for disrespect. Clown. 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 No. No. You're all grown up. <laughs> he definitely delivered that hard P at the yeah, end. Yeah, he did. He always has that, like, those plosives. Yeah. I don't know what's going on with this. I'm sorry, Skarsgård. You did a great job. But he did. You couldn't, you couldn't save it. Got to give it up for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's your letter grade for this movie? Let us know. Um, and what movie should we do a review on next? Let us know. Hit Make us up. it a good one, please. <laughs> at Octavius A. Newman, at Adam Tedderis, at Comic Book Junto. You got any questions you want to ask us for a future episode of Comic Book Junto? Hit us with at the hashtag AskCBJ on the Twitters. Questions might include why? Yeah. We would answer that. Yep. Also, just so you guys know, we got a Facebook group that you guys can check out. Be a friend of the Junto. Check it out on Facebook. You can uh, hit us up there, chat with us, talk to us. Just request to join, accept the group rules, and we'll let you on in there. Also, we've been doing some stuff on YouTube. We got some trailer reactions that are going to be up there. Check out our YouTube channel. And uh, we've been having fun. We've been doing little Juntos. We'd love to know what you guys think of those. Yeah. We have a great time doing those things. Yeah. Our most recent little Junto, as a matter of fact, it's us talking about it. It Chapter 2. Right. Scary Clowns. Octavius and I wrote a movie in that one. I think genuinely scarier than any movie I've ever seen before. It's pretty scary. Really difficult, terrifying concepts. What makes something scary or funny is that it's relatable. Absolutely. Absolutely. You can do it to yourself. You can feel what it's like happening Mm -hmm. to you. Yep. Oh, yeah. And we got it. We nailed it. We did. We got it in one. All right. Let us know what your guys' thoughts are. We out of here. We love y'all. Until next time. Peace. (laughs) 